All right. Hey, everybody. This is Bonita Saldana, owner and director of the Students Lab Dance Studio in Avondale, Arizona. And we are coming to you with another episode of Splitting the Bar. This is our podcast where we jump into topics about the dance studio, just different things that arise. Um, and today I have with me Zarin Meunier, company teams director at the Students Lab in Avondale, Arizona. <laughs> In, and it's actually super cold right now. Just so you know, yes, we're in the desert. Like very bundled up. Yeah. I'm in a turtleneck and I walked in with a coat and it's cold, but cold for us is like 45 degrees. So, you know. And it also snowed in Scottsdale. So that's kind of yeah, cool too. Yeah, there's snow in the mountains. Like legit. <laughs> and crazy. you know, mountains for us are like hills with rocks yeah, and stuff. True, but true, true. Um, we're in the val- valley. So we're surrounded by yeah. some mountains. It was nice. Yeah. It's and been now we're jumping into summer. So <laughs> I don't know. It's supposed to be cold here for a couple <laughs> I more hope weeks. So. But yeah, so welcome. If this is the first time that you've joined us, we are happy that you're here. And today's topic we're going to get into is toxic mindsets. Boom. Boom. Toxic mindsets. So yes, (laughs) of course, we're addressing this specifically in the dance studio, dancers, and, um, and again, just things that we, that we see as educators every day, all day, um, And, you know, of course, the good comes with the bad. So this isn't every single dancer, but this is, you know, a good chunk of dancers that we see throughout the throughout the day and something that we want to address and then also offer some advice if you feel like you you are there or you're you've been in this place. I think maybe we all have Mm -hmm. at one point or another in our dance career careers and growing, Um, but it definitely can, you know, it can become heavy for a dancer on a dancer spirit and even change the direction of their decisions and what they decide to do if their mindset really continues to be toxic and they keep pouring in like negativity Mm -hmm. into their mind. They can't do this and they're not that dancer. They're not flexible enough or I'm not whatever it is. Yeah. So that's for me as a dance teacher. um, And especially like I, I always refer to, the, what I went through too. I always say like, okay, I was your age. And I think, I know the kids don't forget that, but I think they, they always see us just as teachers and they're like, okay, they have all this knowledge. They have this, we are human too. We've been through it. We go through, and I think it comes down to comparison syndrome. It's really, really deep and it can be really dark, especially in the dance Mm -hmm. world. You're always in front of a mirror. So you're constantly looking at your body and then you're always, everybody else's and every, yes. And everybody else's. And then you're like, well, she has this and she can do that. And that's great. But you have been so uniquely created. Yep to be a different person. No one can be like me. No Mm -hmm. one can be like Bonita. You can be the best person that you need to be. Mm -hmm. And if you see skills that someone else has that you don't have, continue to work towards it. You have the potential. That's why you're enrolled. That's why you're getting in, you know, moved up into classes. Teachers see that. So when I say toxic mindset, it comes down to everyone's favorite word. I can't. Mm -hmm. And lately dancers have been getting really creative and using um, a thesaurus for different ways they can tell me they can't. (laughs) Because we kind of ban the I can't here at the studio. It just won't happen. It's difficult. I said the same thing. Yeah. I just always try and say, well, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in, but I know for sure once we're getting into closer to competition, which is where we're at right now and where that, if we're hearing that, like I can't or whatever, that kind of give up, you know, mentality that at one point it was basically that that's a bad word, quote unquote, unquote, Mm -hmm. right? Like you don't say that. Um, And I just said the the better way or better word choice would be I'm learning or I'm trying, right? Even switching the the words is 
crucial to, I can't, I can't already is defeat. Yep. And you know, and then it's harder to change your mindset to overcome that versus I'm learning, giving yourself grace. I'm learning right now. And I can do that as soon as I try harder or I work harder or whatever. And just like anything, everybody has strengths. Everybody has weaknesses. Yes. And as we grow, we, those become more apparent to us. We're, we don't know as much until we get put in the situation. We're like, wow, that's, I'm, that is not one of my strengths, but yeah. I need to learn more about that. Or this is what I bring to the table. And I know this is what I'm strong in. I'm a great performer. And this is what I bring to the team. And I'm always going to set the tone, but I may not be the most flexible, or mm-hmm. I may not be the most athletic, you know, or whatever the case is. But, um, but knowing your strengths and what you bring to the team is crucial. That's why every dancer has been selected specifically to bring what they bring to the team and then also play their position if it's not a strong suit of theirs. But that doesn't mean that you don't try to achieve greatness in all areas. So, and I always think about how I think with dance or any activity, but of course, cause you know, dance on bias, but, um, I think dancers forget that you come to class, like you come to your school, like your academic studies, you come there to learn and continue to grow. I'm not bringing you into jazz class saying, okay, show me a triple pirouette without teaching you first. So you're going to class to be able to be taught these skills, to be able to compete that skill and do it well. I'm not going to throw you in a routine where you're doing a double leg hold turn and you can barely hold your leg. So that's why we're in class to continue to grow. I'm going to push you. And I think that's where they get scared because they're like, oh my gosh, now I have to do this turn. Well, yeah, because you've already mastered steps one, two, and three. So now let's push you there. I already know as the teacher that you may not be able to do it properly. But what I'm looking for as a teacher is the effort um, and the attempt. That's what I want. That's what, that's what I live for when I teach is that kids are hungry to at least attempt things and get over the fear. And I see that a lot with the junior and the teenage, because that's when they become a little bit more Mm -hmm. um, wise into their personality and they are starting to see right from wrong. They are starting Mm -hmm. to see that, okay, maybe I'm not moving or picking up things as fast as the next kid. And then that right there is the toxic mindset where they just stop there. And kids, when you tell yourself that your brain is very, very, very smart and will start to rewire how your body's going to react. So then you're not going to try that illusion. You're not going to try that aerial because you've told yourself you can't. Mm -hmm. So understand that you're coming to class to learn and to grow each hour, each time you come here. It's not, Hey, you're auditioning for me every day. I mean, every day should feel like an interview. You want to come in, you know, holding yourself Mm -hmm. presentable and accountable and that you're working hard, but it shouldn't feel like you're going in and you're being judged every day. It's supposed to be a place that's safe and that you can learn and grow and ask questions and it's okay to fall. I thought I was like all that in a bag of chips in one of my class when I was a kid and I did a bomb all that was so high and I fell on my tailbone and it was embarrassing. It was humbling, but I learned what not to do. Yeah. But it didn't stop me from trying (laughs) real (laughs) quick. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that's good. So um, one thing that definitely I think helps. So here at the students lab, we have basically what we call our, it's what our our whole studio is based off of. This is our, our three keys to success here at the students lab and all the kids know them. You should know them. Uh, um, but they're pretty easy to remember. We make it easy. It's LAB. L is look the part, which is what we're going to actually talk about. A is always do your best and B is be the expert. So these are just things we feel are not, I feel like they're easy to remember, but they're also key, again, keys to success. Mm -hmm. You come in and we look the part, right? So we're just going to stop there real quick. So here's one thing. Yes, we implemented a dress code this past year. 
it was pretty crucial for us as a studio, um, you know, just to get everyone on the same playing field in terms of coming to class, looking professional, looking like a student that is wanting to learn, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and then it also, you know, eliminates stereotypes and, you know, and, and just all of that that, yeah. that can come to just with how you dress, right? All that kind of stuff. So, and educating families who don't know what to wear to a lyrical class or correct. to a contemporary class. Now, you know, based right. off the dress code. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we, we were just talking actually right before the pop, right before we went live, we should have recorded this whole conversation too, but, um, you know, it is what it is, but, um, you know, that is what, so we have a, let's, I'm going to give you two examples. You have a new kid. We have a new kid coming in. They have zero self-esteem. Their mom is looking to get them into dance. Um, they don't belong anywhere. They don't right now. They haven't left the house because it's COVID. Everyone's in the house. They're looking for something safe and fun to do. And this looks like a place where they can come and be safe and have fun, but they don't know anything about dance. Mm-hmm. So they already are feel like the outcast, right? Well, we tell little Susie or little Bobby, whoever it is, that you're going to come in and you're going to put on, right? Whatever it is that they're, whatever class they're going to, you're going to put on your confidence t-shirt. You're going to put on your confidence joggers, your sweatpants, you know, you throw your sneakers on, throw your hair up, grab some water. And you're, you are in there with the class, right? You're going to jump in and you're going to be a hip hop dancer. You're going to look like a hip hop dancer. You're going to feel like a hip hop dancer, right? And little Susie or Bobby goes in and just them wearing the you know, the hip hop kind of fit already presents them into a different light, right? They now have become the hip hop dancer. They're in the outfit. Maybe they've never worn something so cool in their life, I guess, but now they feel cool. Now they're in there with these other cool kids that they've seen maybe on social media or they, their cousin comes here, a friend, who knows, but now they're in, they're a part of it. They're having fun. They're listening to music. And we already broke a lot of like those first kind of toxic mindsets that already Mm -hmm. little Susie or Bobby already has because they have no self-confidence. They've never maybe done anything sport wise, dance wise, anything. And so parents are looking for kids to be a part of something positive, Mm -hmm. feel like they're a part of a team. I mean, have mentors like they, we all want to belong, right? We all want to be, belong to something. We all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted. These are just normal, natural things. And so just them coming in, looking the part of their class, is like a, a huge part mm-hmm. of the success to them, even enjoying that first class, right? Same would happen if you're going into a ballet class, right? We want Susie or Bobby to put on the ballet outfit. We want them in the tights. We want them in the ballet shoes, in the Leo. We want their hair pulled up. We want them to, to have that, you know, elegance and that poise that mm-hmm. ballet is. And mm-hmm. you can't you can't embrace that or embody that if I'm wearing my Adidas. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just, it's like already that outfit alone makes you very vulnerable because ballet and the jazz are going to be the ones with the less baggy clothing. It's all skin tight. It's really going to show everything off. So Mm -hmm. you're going to walk very like poised. You're going to want to pull your chin up. You're going to want to roll your shoulders back. You're going to walk in with grace. You're not going to walk in with grit because that's not what the style is calling for. Correct. So, so these like, you know, in clothing, the dancers, it really like brings out this other kind of alter ego, mm-hmm. quote unquote, or like, you know, a different personality that they didn't even know they were or existed. And now they can really, they can be that, 
you know, whatever image to them. It, yeah. I don't, this is so bad. I don't even know who they would be looking at right now. <laughs> BTS or, or like, <laughs> who do they dream of being? Now for me, it was Janet Jackson. And, you know, so I'm, that's not going to relate to y'all, this generation. For but, me, it was just dancing with Channing Tatum, you know. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, if you ask, okay, uh, who's who does Ava love? Who's that little, oh gosh, so bad. Harry Styles. Harry Styles, don't even know. If I, if I saw him in a lineup, I would not even know who he is. So bad I like him too. Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? It, it just already like kind of, it just, now they're like, ooh, you know, they have this image of what that is. And now that's a step kind of into that, mm-hmm. that version of them or whatnot. So they'll walk in way more positive. Of yes. like, okay. I fit in. Cause the first thing coming in as a new student is where do I fit in? Yeah. And we always, as teachers want to, we do our best. Sometimes we get, I know I get sidetracked or I'm like, Hey, I'm, you know, blinders on, I'm focusing on the class. So we try to put these kids with buddies. So they, cause it's yeah. scary. You're going into a class, especially sure. whether it's four kids and then going into a class where there's 25 kids. Either one, it's very scary. You already probably stand out because it's your first day. You're not in dress code. Yeah. But just finding your way in and having that that kind of um, camaraderie with everybody yes. else there already puts you in the mindset, okay, I can take class. Because then I've seen kids shut down because they don't look like everybody else. Oh, yeah. Or they don't dance like everybody else. And then they feel ostracized. Yeah. Um, and that puts you in a toxic mindset too. So already yes. coming in, looking the part. Um, is helpful because sure. kids, you know, until they have someone speaking positive or speaking life over them, they won't know. Yes. Um, no, exactly. And they'll just continue to feed into, well, I'm just in the back burner. I don't look like everybody else. I don't dance like everybody else. Yeah. It starts from day one. Totally. Honestly. And again, you we get a, such a mix of kids in here, unfortunately, that are coming already in with a toxic mindset, mm-hmm. right? So then we're trying to re, what's the word? Like, um, reconstruct honestly like how they how they think and just kind of break down those walls and barriers that they've put up around and and you know affirm like you can do this and Mm -hmm. you are great and you have creativity and 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 because again like you there's no limits to anyone's greatness or anyone's accomplishments you can't say that about any person where they come from Mm -hmm. who they are what name who's your dad who who cares right it's like them finding who they are and who god's created them to Mm -hmm. be and us trying to be like hey no yes you can do it and like don't that's like you want to Oh, I guess yeah, you get so same. mad because no. you're like, yes, you can do it. Like, come on, seriously. I made a whole video on this for my company students because yeah. I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? We're now, um, well, going into February, we're going into our first competition, 23 routines. It's like a big ordeal for us. It's our fifth season competing and it's it's huge. And then you're coming off a season where 10 months of that was taken away from these kids. So yeah. it's scary. It's they're vulnerable, but they're mm-hmm. also hungry. I see that in yes, them. And yes. that's kind of trumping over triumphing over everything else that 2020 took away from them. Yeah. But now I see the insecurities building up as it's getting closer and they'll shut down with, Hey, I want so-and-so to come demonstrate a double Missy. I can't now I'm mad because I mm-hmm. had a whole plan and, and regimen to show that I've seen you do this term before. I want to use you as my stop, as my spotlight student. I see your potential. Even if you fall out of it, I'm going to use it as a teachable moment for everybody. I'm yep. not going to put you on. No teacher should do that. Yeah. We, these kids are so vulnerable and they just need to learn. Yeah. So that, that's not the kind of culture that we even breed right. here. We want to be able to say, Hey, come out and do this for me. And you be confident with it, whether you have it or not. And that's okay. Don't Give me a preface of, well, today I only pulled two and I might be able to pull three. I don't really know. Now, by this point, I want someone else to come demonstrate. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. 
Yes. <laughs> step up. That was my yeah. rant. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. You have to step up. Yeah. And, and again, you're always going to be, you're always going to be challenged. Your teachers are always going to challenge you. I mean, that's what we're here for. Like we're going to challenge you to be better, to step out in this, or we're mm-hmm. going to correct if this happens or whatever the case is. And again, it's all done in love. And because we know that there's so much that you can accomplish and mm-hmm. you can do and you don't even know, you yeah. know what I mean? We don't really even know, God knows, but we're going to be, you know, a help to get those, you know, we're get- a vessel for you. We're your mentors. And for sure. Absolutely. I love that we've been entrusted to do that. Yeah. So now that you have your teachers seeing that and you trust that, okay, they actually do know what they're talking about. And I've seen kids, the most beautiful thing that I've seen lately now that they get that, Hey, Ms. Z serious about stop saying I can't in class yeah. or anything surrounding that. Um, there's like a power of overcoming that I'm starting to see. For one, I've been doing, I love putting routines on these kids, but the improv is what I've noticed they're lacking. So mm-hmm. being able to, you know, for hip hoppers, you guys say cypher or freestyle mm-hmm. for dance, for, well, not for dance, for um, more classical styles, mm-hmm. they we say improv. So it's really improvisation of non-technique. I don't want to see you grab a leg. I've seen, I just saw you do Batmas all the way across the floor. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it again when it's just your time to shine. And the fear that is in their eyes of, oh, I can't, people are going to judge me. The worst thing you can do is just stand there. I'd rather you step touch, snap your fingers and just groove because that's how the music is speaking to you. And then eventually you'll be more confident to do something else. And you may pull a turn out of nowhere or pull some cool choreography you didn't know you had. Yeah. Um, And I feel like a lot of these girls are more creative than they give their self credit for. Oh yeah. And they're just too afraid of the judgment. Yep. You got to get over that. Yes. That's toxic. Mm -mm, We rebuke that. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll tell you, yes. So we've been on this this whole improv, as Z was just saying. So I had, I actually in the past, but Z, you know, it's like anything. I forget. Yes, I have a lot of returning students, but I have so, so many new students, right? So it's like the same lessons do have to, have to come up again, even though you're like like, a year of new meat. Yeah. Oh (laughs) man, (laughs) for sure. So, you know, I have a hip hop um, level three class. So these kids are from you know, from what I want them to be should be pretty well, you know, versed. Um, But I do have a mix of other kids that are just hungry that came in that really don't know a whole lot, but they are on it. They got the fire and the energy. They got the fire. And I'm like- Throwing themselves all around, don't know what's happening, but it's the, it's the, it's the confidence for me. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. And Hey, you know, that's, it is what it is. So we're doing freestyle, right? We got, um, I started my class with the cypher because it's a choreo class. So I kind of use that as the warm up and- I tell them everybody has to go out every song. I was playing three songs. Hey, disclaimer, like I've taken her class and I understand how you feel. I don't like <laughs> starting off. So that's <laughs> why I go say, dance. Yeah. that's why I'm like, I understand what you guys are going through, but improv. Hey, no, I mean, I used, I used to feel the same way. So I relate. It's the same. You know what We'd I mean? We'd rather just have choreo. <laughs> no. Yeah. But for me, the freestyle really challenged me as a dancer and it really made, it really kind of, irritated me because I couldn't do it. And I really felt like I was a good dancer, but I couldn't freestyle. And and I'm like, what do you mean? Like, how do I not know how to freestyle? And I think I'm a good dancer. That was really humbling for Mm me. So I want those kids to feel that and understand that too. Like you have to grow as yourself as a dancer in order to say you're a dancer and Mm -hmm. like to feel like you're a dancer. You have to be able to dance like on your own. People expect that from you. They're like, aren't you that little, like you're at a family party. Sorry. Side note. Oh, you're the dancer, right? You're the little dancer, the the little dancer niece or nephew or whatever. Go ahead. Do a little thing for us. Yeah. You can't just start whipping out pirouettes. No, for sure. I hate it. They expect you to do something with the rhythm. Yes. (laughs) 
this song right here, like, oh my gosh, I don't have a routine to that. Like, and what do you mean? I've never done this before. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we start off good, whatever. And then it starts, like, I pretty, I mean, my rule is literally there should never be an empty cipher ever, mm-hmm. right? If you're not, if you're not eager to jump in, then you, like that's on you. You're the one that's going to get hurt, right? You're take advantage, use the time, use the space, let go. So there was quite a bit of a gap, right? And I'm, I'm like, go, who's going, come on, come on. You know, who's next? And go, no, everyone's go. like, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I know my few that will just jump out. You know what I mean? They're just like, all right, I got to go again. again. Yep. I'll go again. Um, but those weren't the ones that I was necessarily going for. So anyways, but. song ended and I said, raise your hand. If you did not go out all of the times that I asked you to go out, right? And I think I had four, I don't know, four girls raise their hand. And I said, okay, you guys are going to stand up and everybody else that did what you were supposed to do, we're going to do push-ups. And those of you guys who actually didn't listen, you're going you're gonna to watch us suffer now bro, because- <laughs> because <laughs> you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And they were like, when so you teach- confused. <laughs> Cause I'm like, doesn't that suck? That sucks. Right now you just, your team, because you don't want to step up and be great. Now we're going to suffer, which really we're, is making us stronger, but yeah, you're going to be ripped. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so anyways, it, it really threw, it, they were like, wait, what? Actually, Gabe was the one that told me to do it a while ago, but I hadn't really tried it in class. And I was like, oh, this is the perfect time. Um, And so it does put a different swing and a different feeling on those that failed for their team or Mm -hmm. failed for their squad or failed for the lesson, you know, or whatnot. Um, And it's like, instead of, it's basically, you know, you come in and you do what's supposed to be done and you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm safe. You know, when it's like, no, you still have a team member that has failed to step up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Someone showing up late, same thing. You're going to stand and watch your friends do whatever it is that I tell them to do because you are late, you know? And so, um, so yeah. So anyways, it was, it was just a really good lesson. But again, that it's whatever the mindset is of those girls that whatever they were speaking into themselves that made them not go, fear, yeah, insecurity. It's like a grip over Yeah, you. yeah. Whatever it is, they allow that, you know what I mean? And to win. To win, yeah. And so that, again, that mentality and that mindset is something that, I mean, think of how many thoughts you're thinking at every moment, at every given, in every day, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you're you're getting to choose what you, you know, meditate on or what you don't, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I mean, it starts young too. Same thing, they're seeing so much stuff, they're seeing all this, and then they're, again, comparison, blah, blah, blah. So, um yeah, I mean, I I just think we can only do so much, but a, a lot of that mentality, again, you know, parents just, you can do it. You can be great. Mm-hmm. You're letting, you know, I was just watching, I was just saw something on Facebook and it was like, whatever, a parenting thing, like happy parenting. I don't know. It was some, <laughs> some, some sponsored ad and it was showing the parents screaming at the kid mm. when the kid's waking up. It was showing the parents screaming at the kid, taking him to school, screaming at the kid, you know, off of school, screaming at the kid before he's going to bed or whatever. And it's just like, it was like a parenting thing to make you feel horrible for screaming at your kids. No. Um, but, but again, you know, we do. Yes. As parents too. Yes. You get impatient. Yes. The kids are as teachers. We do too. Running around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then you again have to kind of like step back and know the effect 
of that with that to the sticks. children too. I remember you know? those conversations I had with my parents, with yeah. different teachers that no matter how old, like I remember that from when I was seven and like something like that would really stick with me throughout high school and throughout college and affected how I would limit myself and my dance abilities. Yeah. And that's coming from like my mid twenties. So those things that you start to sew in words are like knives and mm-hmm. you, you need to use them wisely. Yeah. Um, and I think discipline is very important for the kids to know teachable mm-hmm. moments. Yes. Um, but also just at the end of the day, they come to you for comfort as parents. They come to us for leadership and mentorship as teachers. Um, so if they're coming back to you, they, they need more, they need that nurturing aspect of it. And it's not coddling. It's just like, when you hear a kid say, no, I can't do this. Well, don't say, well, yeah, you should have practiced more. Cause that has been my response sometimes. Like, well, yeah, you should have, well, telling them what they should have done is not helping them to know why yeah. they need to do it. Um, and start speaking life into them, positivity into them. Yeah. Because then they're going to be able to do that to their teammates. And I yeah. see how, oh, I love my teen class so much because there's so many new girls that come in who had never danced before. And that category, that age group is rough to start dancing. Mm-hmm. Let's say you come in as a 16 year old, you never touched a dance floor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's so many limitations your body already has, but yeah. your body's still young enough to continue to grow and yeah. stretch oh, yeah. and learn so many new things. But they come in so defeated when they see other girls do things too. Oh yeah. Um, but they also started like that too, maybe just at a younger age, but that teen class, like they always applaud the new girls going across the floor and just seeing the like light come on for the new girls is so rewarding. Yes. Cause even that is like, I can do it. And I have friends that are supporting me and not Mm -hmm. making fun of me, you know, make me want to go into a rock. They're like (laughs) friends, you know what I mean? And I've been in classes like that and it sucks. So this ties into always do your best for LAB. For sure. Ooh, get it girl. I like that. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I don't know. What else, did you have anything else to add mm, for look the part? No, no. Just, just in the, in general, toxic mindset. Mm, I think dancers need to instill a healthy competitiveness about them. Yeah. Um, because then this is, maybe this is a side tangent. I don't know, but I hope someone takes this, takes something away from this. When someone is awarded, a solo or someone is awarded a, you know, a spe- we call them specialty routines. So routines where we hand select kids to come out and that could be another solo. topic. Yes. Yeah. Solo duo trio, anything like yeah, that for sure. Be positive to those who were selected. It mm-hmm. wasn't because we had a favorite or we liked you less than or whatever. Um, but how you conduct yourself and your attitude in, re- in regards to that. So let's say you're on a team of, you know, 10 girls and then two girls got a solo or three girls got a solo. That does kind of affect the other kids who didn't get one. They start to think, why didn't I? That's a great opportunity to ask your teachers, why wasn't I selected? What can I do better? Mm-hmm. Don't take that as in, they hate me. I can't do this because that toxicity now goes into how you're going to treat that person. They were just as scared as you. They probably had no idea they were going to get selected. Um, oh yeah. And how you, you know, treat them really reflect, reflects your heart. Yeah. And that toxicity that breeds, that is like, um, it's like a weed and it grows throughout the studio. Yeah. And very quickly, because then you start to, I don't, I don't know why we as young girls do this because I remember experiencing that too. Like, oh, well, she's just better than me. And then we just leave them be like you ostracize Mm. them because of their strengths, because there is some jealousy Mm. and there is some feeling less than and inferior when in fact that should have never been an issue because they were selected. You do need to congratulate them or, you know, come talk to your teacher saying, I feel this way because so-and-so was selected. I'd rather you approach me with that and let's talk through it. Um, so we can help, you know, explain why this wasn't a thing. Then it'll get triggered and then you start speaking about it. Yeah. Then you start to do your solo or whatever in front of people and the kids are just like, 
you can you can feel it as a teacher. Yeah. You can feel that atmosphere in the room, and it's Ugh. it's toxic. Yeah, no, that's not good. We I feel like here too, we're really good, like about culture talks. So we're really big on our culture. Like if any any family that's coming in, they're getting info, and I mean our culture is like on the second page of our. <gasps> Not the first, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's there. It's like before all the other things that we even address or we want our families to know the culture that we have here at the studio. And I've had to go in, and not many times, thankfully. I I, I think this like year- After one time, they're like, all right, she's serious. Yeah, I think maybe two times this year <laughs> yeah. so far that I've actually had to go into a class where that type of mentality was happening or there was certain things happening. Um, and then I literally just go in the beginning of the class and I'm like, remind the dancers. And a lot of times it's with new dancers coming into the studio that have been from other studios that really there's not like a unified culture. There's not a unified, you know, voice mm-hmm. and um, how we're, we're teaching and educating. And so all of that is really new. And they're like, culture talk, what, 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 you know? And so, um, but then it really, it ends it, right? Mm-hmm. Cause then you're like, we're a team. This is what that means. This is what we expect. This is why we love to dance here. This is why, you know, all of that. Um, Recently, actually, I, there was a little, you know, some, some of the kids had approached me, Miss Bonita, you know, we heard a little girl talking about another little girl type of situation, which for me is kind of, you know, I'm not around all the time to catch all that stuff anymore. And so, um, I pulled all these little girls together, you know, and they've been with us for quite some time. So I'm, I have a really good relationship with them. And I'm like, Hey guys, they're all, you know, they're part of our programs, like our teacher pro teacher assistant programs and stuff. And so they even have more training in terms mm-hmm. of leadership and integrity and all of that. And, um, you know, we just kind of sat down and I said, Hey, you know, we, let's just, let me just be here. And I want you guys to talk because something's happening and it's probably not that big of a deal guys, mm-hmm. but the longer we don't share, we don't talk and about it. it then it starts to get it's ugly. It's like a really bad telephone yeah. game. Exactly. And, and it really wasn't anything very big at all, but it was small comments like, you know, this girl isn't going to make this team or this, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, your job, do you know what your job is here? It's not, that's not to do that, not to do that. It that's Miss <laughs> Zarin's job, you know, or like the, that's chief work. She focuses on deciding who's going to be in teams. You don't have to worry about any of that. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, let me take that burden. <laughs> like, Thanks <yeah>. y'all. <laughs> but like your job is to come here and be the best student and you ask questions and you like do that. And I want you guys to clearly understand that, you know, and what leaders leadership is and all of that. And, and it really wasn't that big of a deal, you know, but it was just reminding all of them too, that it's okay to sometimes, yes, I know it's natural to feel like someone is growing, you know, maybe you've been here even longer Mm -hmm. than someone. And you're like, how are they getting so good so fast? We, they're all going to grow at different rates. Things are going to click at different times. You know, maybe we could work a little harder in certain areas or whatever the case is, you know, but having those conversations instead of talking about people, like, you know what I mean? Using it to reflect on ourselves and how we could be better friends, better this. And it was, you know, and we just kind of like deaded that toxic, whatever was, was existing. Cause then it would keep going and going. Right. So again, you know, it's, it's always, it's just easy to, to eliminate that Mm -hmm. stuff. And we just, again, we don't like that, that to even exist here. We really, and I feel like our kids, know that are pretty, pretty good about knowing that and us holding them accountable and stuff too. But, but yeah, parents, dancers, you know, I I mean, this is something we all need to be reminded of every day. Um, you know, was just to put on, 
to clothe ourselves in, you know, in that greatness and, and choose that for even ourselves walking Mm -hmm. in. We, you know, unfortunately yesterday I lost an aunt and it was a rough day. And even today, like coming in, I'm choosing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And prayed up and come in and, you know, and there's just, there's a lot going on. Everyone's dealing with so much stuff and you can either, it's like how you use that, you know, how you use that for your gifts and your giftings, you choose, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, so just take it, take it day by day and know that we're here. And, um, well, at least for those of you that are in the studio, if If you're a parent, just email me. (laughs) And if you're somewhere else out in the world, I don't know. No, just kidding. (laughs) Find a friend, find yourself a good mentor. No, um, but, but yeah, so I think that wraps up our, our uh, toxic mindset. I don't know. That was how, that was what, all I had to say on it. Nice. <laughs> um, also, all, yeah. always do your best and be the expert just to wrap oh, those up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we don't leave the viewers hanging on. Okay, okay. The viewers. Oh, yeah. The or the listeners. And the listeners. The audible viewers. I don't know no, how y'all say it where, in the podcast world. <laughs> I don't know where, wherever you're at from yeah, your be the standpoint. Ex- yeah, yeah, go. Um, with always do your best, that goes back to this all, like, like we said, this all circulates around toxic mindset because you won't be able to uphold those values if you're leading and being a student from a toxic standpoint. So, um, always doing your best. You may not be able to, you may not have the skill, but doing your best to try and attempt it is what we're going for. Always do your best with, um, how you conduct yourself in class, coming back to that conversation with those girls. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't give kids a lot of time to talk in my classes, so I don't even know how those conversations were even being had, but that comes from a place of under like misunderstanding your own emotions and how to process them. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't even matter because there's no time or room for that because you should be always doing your best in class across Mm -hmm. the floor, always doing your best to be the best teammate, the best sister to your other classmates, getting to know other girls. Don't always just hang around. Um, I don't think we, I don't think there's enough space for the girls to have clicks. There's so many girls on these teams and, um, they really do, especially with COVID. I feel like that kind of recentered where their values lie and they really just want to be with each other. So get to know other teammates too. get to know other people who may not be on teams and embrace them. Always do your best. Doesn't just have to stop with you as your like physical dancing aspect of a dancer. Always do your best in everything that you do Mm -hmm. because yes, like she said, I carry the weight of putting the kids on the team. (laughs) She's like, Oh great. That's coming up again. My throat after that. (laughs) Anyway. So, um, uh, yes, it's your skill, but I need coachable and willing to work hard dancers. I'm mm-hmm. looking at your character yeah, and I'm looking at your attitude. So always do your best in that aspect, but also, you know, go full out across the floor. That's all I ask. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Be the expert that will allow you to become that. And then be the expert. Make sure that you're taking extra classes if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't just for, I mean, our space in our rooms are, I think, decent size. So when you're going across the floor, don't just give me three, you know, variations of it. If you can fit five times across the floor, take up all that space, bump into your friend, say, excuse me, you shouldn't have been there in the first place. So I can excuse have more me, I'm room. Trying to practice. <laughs> I always tell them you signed a waiver. So make sure you're <laughs> you out. You always say that <laughs> because of like, it. You signed a waiver. Hit. They're like, <laughs> I don't want to hit her. Well, you signed a waiver. So she needs to move Be- because <laughs> when I, okay. I go back to when I was in dance, if your feet were not pulled in, like, so oh, yeah, be yeah. it. So, so what? be it. This There's dancers coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Full no. forge, like side leap and just wh- whack. Yeah. Hit a girl. Ha- I had grew up in a studio like, with it's way smaller rooms. Yeah. You guys have, you have it so good. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, be yeah. the expert with what 
what you're doing. And we always pitch to these kids, become a versatile dancer. And I know some kids have like their niche. Like I just want to do hip hop. Don't talk to me about ballet. I'm going to still pitch it to you, but it doesn't hurt to become the expert in all styles. Continue to stay hungry. Ask your teachers what you can grow in. Um, And the more that you ask and are just more willing to be molded, the more that toxic mindset is going to just wither away. Yeah. But it starts from being willing and it's, it comes from a place of being humble too. Some, some dancers think, and maybe I'm not, I don't know. I'm just gonna say it. Some dancers may think like, oh, I'm too good to learn this or I already Mm. have that. So why do I need to keep practicing it? Mm. We've been doing a lot of basics lately in my jazz and lyrical classes because I want you to be the expert to pull multiple turns. But if we can't even, you know, hold ourselves on releve, you're not gonna be able to withstand six, seven turns because you're, you know, your ankles are wobbling or whatever. Um, So it never hurts to continue to learn old tricks, humble yourself to be moldable, be coachable, take your constructive criticism with grace. It's not an attack on you. When I go home, I go home. I'm not thinking about like, Oh, I was so mean to that student. I mean, I I do, I do my best to be nice, (laughs) but I ask for y'all to be nice back to you, but I'm not thinking about like, Oh, today I'm just going to go and ruin her day. No, I want you like, if I see a leg is bad, I'm going to tell you why that's not me attacking you. And I think some kids really put up a guard Mm. And that's toxic because now we can't even get through to each other yeah. for you to grow and be the expert because you can't get over. Oh, she keeps telling me I'm doing this wrong because you're doing it wrong. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. And you want to be on these company teams. You want to do more. You want to go into a dance company, whatever, when you graduate. It starts from these. Um, we say this, we reference this all the time. I know that um, some of the teachers and I reference this to the kids that you will lose a job if you're not coachable. You want oh, to yeah. be booked. You will lose a job over your attitude. Yep. So become the expert, humble yourself in that style and be willing to learn. So then you can do it the right way when you get out of high school and grow. What's that saying? Hard work trumps talent when talent won't work hard. Sure. Is Is that how it goes? Can someone validate that? (laughs) Right. I mean, that's basically right. Yeah. It's like. You're really just hurting yourself. Yeah. If you're not working hard. Mm -hmm. So we just ask that you work hard. Well, yeah. Talent. I mean, if talent doesn't work hard, it. Yeah. It's like, doesn't mean anything, nope. you know, because someone will come along that's less talented that works hard and they'll get the job. Yep. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> so that wraps up our podcast for today on toxic mindset. Stay tuned for more. Send us ideas if you have something specific Please. or if you, <laughs> if you have a specific question, um, you could just message us on Instagram or students lab Instagram, please. Thank you. Yeah. Students lab. <laughs> um, or you can email us to at contact at students And yeah, we'll catch you on the rebound. Peace out. We sound like a radio show. So, taking messages from our callers <laughs> next what, week. We are. <laughs>